0: Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible, just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new service hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's
1: Wednesday, September 27th. I'm Mark Dent, here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're gonna talk about psychedelic retreats, which are as cool as they sound. These are basically vacations based around magic mushrooms. You can book these already in places like Europe and Mexico, and pretty soon you'll probably be able to do that in the United States as well, at least in a few locations. We're gonna get into all that, but first we're also gonna talk about everything else happening in the world of business and tech. Starting off, some major Amazon news. The Federal Trade Commission filed its long-awaited lawsuit against Amazon yesterday, accusing the retailer of monopolistic practices, which includes artificially inflating prices and harming its rivals. In news that is perhaps not as consequential, but I think has actually been a much bigger deal in the news cycle, we're going to talk about Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs tight end and potential paramour of Taylor Swift, has seen his numbers explode. And we're not talking about receptions. (laughs) Sales of Kelsey's jersey spiked about 400% after Taylor Swift attended his game on Sunday. Kelsey has also gained 251,000 followers on Instagram. That's a lot. Those jersey sales are absolutely
2: ridiculous. If you put this on top of The numbers that Taylor Swift is doing at her Eras tour, which they're saying is going to be the first concert tour that hits a billion dollars in revenue. Mm -hmm. Like, does Taylor Swift have the potential to move the economy? Honestly, we're going to talk about what's happening in the economy a little bit later. I think we just need to figure out a way to get Taylor Swift involved because Mm -hmm. she makes purchases happen, Mark.
1: I know. Yeah, and it's these huge economic forces that we're talking about, like jersey sales for like major companies like Fanatics or whatever who reap the benefits of that in the NFL... But, you know, like we were talking earlier this summer, there's a lot of people who have like these kind of niche Taylor Swift businesses that have have been making a lot of money recently. And there are, by the way, a lot of Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey related garb that you can now buy on Etsy. Already? Oh, already. And I'm not going to say that one of them is already in my cart, but one of them is already in my cart. I'm probably going to buy one. (laughs) When you think of like mass culture, there's not a lot of it anymore, but there is NFL and there is Taylor Swift. Totally. Totally. Let's move on here to some VC news. Sierra Space has raised $290 million in funds on top of $1.4 billion raised in 2021, which values the company at $5.3 billion. This new investment will fund work on the company's Dream Chaser space vehicle and space station projects. On to retail. Target says it is going to close nine stores nationwide because of increased theft and safety threats to employees. So these locations are in New York, Seattle, Portland, and the Bay Area. So there's been a lot of coverage about increased theft in retail over the last couple of years, basically since the pandemic. But there's also been uh, some other problems for Target as well, Rob. So there might be more than a few reasons why they're going to close these stores. Yeah, I
2: don't think I've ever seen a retailer say they're closing stores because of theft and safety threats. This almost feels like an optics play to kind of disguise the fact that performance has been suffering in some of these locations. And that's the real reason that they're shutting it down. But I mean, I have been out in San Francisco and obviously I know Portland definitely has some crime issues as well. Yeah, no doubt. So I'm not like downplaying that at all. Like I could totally see that being the case,
1: but I'd just be really surprised if that's the main reason that they're closing down. Yeah, and CNBC did a really nice story on this. and, And they pointed out that some of the data about, sales loss to theft is a little bit murky of of how much of an issue it really is. And then there are, of course, just broader trends in retail this year where people are spending a little bit less on household goods and clothing. And obviously Target has had a serious problem from boycotts earlier this year from conservatives. So there's a lot going on with Target. Totally. All right. So the final thing we're going to talk about here before we get to the main story is the economy and the stock market at large. And we don't talk about this very often on the podcast, but we are today because on Tuesday, the Dow Jones fell by about 400 points. That's the biggest single-day decline since March. There have been some increased economic concerns. For one thing, new home sales fell. That news just dropped on Tuesday And there's also been a decline in consumer confidence ratings. So we've had these predictions about recessions and everything else, frankly, for the last year. And it seems like maybe we're teetering back toward those concerns a little bit more. All right. For decades, people have been going on vacations to great destinations like Italy, Greece, and Spain to relax. There's now a new way to relax because magic mushrooms and other hallucinogenic type of drugs are becoming a little bit less regulated, a little bit more legal in different countries and pretty soon in certain states in the U.S. as well. So because of that, there's a new industry growing here, psychedelic retreats. Rob, what are these things?
2: Yeah. So first and foremost, I would say I think anybody who's done psychedelics or who talks about it you'll definitely hear about some experiences that do not sound very relaxing, which is kind of funny in the context of these retreats. I mean, I think there are like a few macro trends that are swirling around that I think are making this more of a thing. First of all, obviously, the legalization of cannabis in many states has pushed more pressure on legalizing other substances like psilocybin and like other substances that could potentially help people with anxiety So, there's a stock called Compass Pathways, and they're probably one of the biggest players that are really trying to push towards legalization for psilocybin and quote unquote magic mushrooms. I think the legalization of cannabis in a lot of states has really kind of led to a bigger push here and more kind of widespread acceptance of other substances kind of being okay. I think Silicon Valley has also kind of espoused this. I think people talk about microdosing in Silicon Valley and going to Burning Man and doing all of these substances and has made it a lot more mainstream. We've talked a lot about how millennials and generations after millennials are very experiential. They're looking to spend their money on experiences. This definitely fits the bill for that. And I also think this kind of dovetails into kind of like yoga retreats and mindfulness retreats as well, which is also kind of like a big trend that has been growing like crazy over the last few years. And so I think... All three of those things are really kind of pushing together to kind of create this market for magical mushroom retreats.
1: You know, the thing with these types of retreats, as with, frankly, any vacation, particularly to like an exotic location, like an international vacation or something like that, is the price. These are not cheap. They're not cheap at all. And I think, actually, that could be a good
2: thing. It's hard to tell. I mean, I have family members who have gone on retreats like this and tried, say, ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. That's a psychedelic substance that people brew into a tea in South America and apparently has insane visualizations and the ability to really change your state of consciousness and have heard horror stories about people having really, really bad trips and getting violent. And that's what would scare me about these retreats. I don't know how they're administering this and making sure that people don't take too much or making sure that people are taking the adequate amount for their experience level. With some of these substances, you just don't really know how somebody is going to react to them. And that creates all sorts of liability issues for the companies running these retreats. And It's why I'd be kind of surprised if all of these companies are still in business down the road, because I feel like something like that will happen at some point.
1: For the most part, you still can't do most of these drugs in the U.S. And even in places like Oregon, where it has been legalized, it's still getting off the ground pretty darn slowly. Right? Epic Healing Eugene, which is America's first licensed psilocybin center, that opened in June. So it's so new right now. And some of this popularity we're hearing about, it's unclear whether it's really going to translate at a wide scale.
2: As much as they've become more mainstream, I think there's a large part of the population that is kind of content with just not trying that, right? Like not really letting go and letting their brain go there. And so it is interesting. I definitely think it's kind of a niche enterprise, which also lends itself to why they might be able to charge so much because the people that are into it are probably into it enough to pay a pretty penny to do it. And I mean, a lot of that payment will probably go towards making the environment safe, making sure that nobody gets hurt, which I think are all good things.
1: Yeah, you need to have good trips if you're going to go on a psychedelic trip, that's for sure. I think that's the biggest
2: question here, Mark. Are you going to go on a psychedelic trip?
1: Uh, I don't think I will. Um, I'd rather just go to (laughs) Italy or to Tokyo or something like that.
2: Yeah, I respect that.
1: Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, please go get yourself signed up at the hustle.co slash email and we'll catch you tomorrow.